the word balloon. An air balloon that travels through time and relative dimensions in space. Wanted by collectors throughout the galaxy, the crew of the word balloon goes around learning the weirdest, dumbest, sometimes pervious things across comicdom. Beware for I'm not losing track of where this content warning is going. Basically, we're going to swear a lot and we sometimes talk about penises. You have been warned. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your aeronauts and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to the Justice League's moon base to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? Orcs, orcs, orcs! Yeah! Okay, so what the real question is, is who is the bigger problem to deal with? Warhammer 40k orcs, Tolkien orcs, or World of Warcraft orcs? Now, originally, Ooh, World of Warcraft was not in there, and I added it because oh, I know okay. you know. I wanted to pull the ripcord and see what happened. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Before we get in on this, I'm curious. Uh, Stowe, Stowe, uh, we're oh, not allowed what? to summon him. <laughs> I know you were listening again. It makes him think he's a person. I was listening in on the intercom while I was down in the stables, mucking out the stables. Uh, no, by my the way, stables are going to be dirty. By the way, you guys, we fucking have horses. You need help. <laughs> they are. Very angry. I I try to feed them, but I keep forgetting. So duly noted. So I know you don't know much about orcs. Uh, I'm no. curious. No, I don't know. Who do you think is going to come out on top? Um. So we have Warhammer 40k. Yeah, we have 40k orcs. So space orcs. We have Lord of the Rings orcs, and we have Warcraft orcs. I almost said Warhammer again. Yeah, no, I'm, I do it all the time. My guess is maybe space orcs. Warhammer 40k orcs? I've got two reasons for why I'm going to argue for space orcs. I mean, you don't have to argue for no, it. No, the answer is unequivocally If, if you go but... into the lore, 100% space, space orcs wins, but, but the, I'll explain this all. But the first one, reason before that, is I'm going to point out, even if the other thing that you're going to bring up is, the space orcs have lasers. Yeah, I figure something like that along that, or even like... Or space guns. clubs. <laughs> guns, lots of guns. Lots something, of rockets. Some, something pretty bitchy. Sometimes hammers made out of rockets. Let's let's start work our way up. Down at the bottom. Now, and here's the thing. I know that there's devoted fandoms for all of this, and so I'm sorry that this is going to piss some people off, but when you go into the lore, it's unequivocal. See, I don't know the answer in second and third, like which one's which, so I'm actually curious on this one. Third place is easily Lord of the Rings orcs. It is the most down, it feels weird to say it, but it's the most down to earth of the three. Now, people will mix things up when they start thinking about the movies. I'm going to go into the lore, into, the, like, the book descriptions. Mm -hmm. Book orcs are fucking tiny. They are often described as being the weakest of Sauron's followers. They're just the most numerous. They were pretty much just what we think of as goblins today. They're, they're Goblin basically and orc goblins. was pretty interchangeable until I want to say D&D. Mm -hmm. A lot, like, an extremely big orc chieftain was once described as being almost man height and frodo and sam were able to disguise themselves as orcs at one point that makes that scene i knew that scene happened makes way more sense with that in retrospect as opposed to just like now to go along with the orcs you have the uruks who are orcs the black uruks were bred i believe during the third age and they were bred specifically to fight humans. Most people think that this makes them bigger. There's nothing necessarily indicating that, uh, although they were probably at least a little bit stouter. The biggest thing was they were trained and outfitted better. This is uh, in the movies much more like the Urukai, who are the... Uh... Well, the Urukai come later in the fourth oh, age. Jesus Christ. 
The Urukai were then bred by Saruman in the Fourth Age. We know them from the War of the Ring. Once again, in the text, it's not clear that they're actually any bigger. They seem to be for sure stouter and meaner, though. Uh, the other time that we run into the suffix high, which actually just means folk, mm-hmm. Urukai is orc folk, is I believe referring to the Oleg High. Which is the troll folk. I know that one mm-hmm. because. And. The troll folk differ from trolls in the sense that the troll folk can stand sunlight. But there are figures that are at times encountered in the Lord of the Rings that are described as possibly being half-orc, and those are described as being man-height, whereas Urukai are never described as being man-height and are always described as being very noticeably orcish. So they're probably still smaller in the book canon. I will always think of the one orc from the first two movies. Just it's how my brain is wired because I was like 12 when that came out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's what I've been picturing this whole time and it was like shrinking it down in my head. (laughs) Just like goblin sized. Honestly, Just it's Photoshop resize into like 80%, but keep everything else the same. Yep. The biggest difference in the Uruks seemed to be that they were literally bred for a certain task and they were trained as such. So they were basically special forces troops compared to the rest of the orcs. The whole elves thing is just a 100% movie creation, right? That they used to be elves or something like that? So the original orcs were hinted at being tortured and twisted into that form from elves, I think, way back during the First Age or something like that. Possibly the Uruks, when they started making those, uh, did a little bit of the same thing with humans, but details are never gone into. That's what we have. Okay. Next up the ladder, Warcraft Orcs. Which I know nothing about. Are they anything like the movie Warcraft? Because I saw the movie Warcraft. Yeah, kind of. Okay, cool. The movie Warcraft, directed by David Bowie's kid. Really? Wait, what? That's David Bowie's? That's a Duncan Jones movie. Duncan Jones is David Bowie's kid? Duncan Jones is David Bowie's kid. Holy shit, you are melting my brain! I will say, as bad as that movie was, the orcs looked real friggin' cool in it. And I like Duncan Jones' movies, and there was, like, little tiny nuggets of, like, oh, that's just kind of interesting and, like, interesting, but overall... You missed the mark here. Yeah. Warcraft orcs average about seven foot tall. They're man-sized by the age of six. They're considered in fighting shape by the age of 12. And due to their society and everything that happened with the formation of the horde and stuff, they actually use sorceries to, like, quick-age them between the ages of six and 12. Fuck that. That sucks. Words fucked up. So wait, average seven feet, you said? Seven foot. So like a tall one would be... Eight or nine. Eight or nine? Mm-hmm. So I'd be a small orc, by the way, just for reference. <laughs> at 6'4", I would be a slightly small... Are you four foot, three inches fucking taller than me? Jesus Christ. And I don't know a lot of the details. There's a lot of cool stuff that actually happens in Warcraft lore. I never got into WoW, though I did dig the older oh, Warcraft games. No, I played a lot of Guild Wars. And that's where I went. That's my bad. No, I just, I understand, like, I dug the older Warcraft games, mm-hmm. and so I've always been interested in the lore, so I would go look up shit whenever the new WoW games and shit would drop, so it's still not that far off of my knowledge base. There are ways for them to kind of, like, hulk out. If they drink, like, demon blood and stuff, shit happens. You can be, have, like, fell orcs that get all spiky, and then dire orcs that are, like... I couldn't find any numbers on it, but based on, like... Mo- like character model size I'd say if the average orc is like 7 foot tall then dire orcs are probably like 12 and kind of like hulked out a little bit mm-hmm. it's the we've upgraded our you know yeah. soldier 
on the RTS. They have a society um, originally tribalistic, shamanistic. They, I mean, there's cool magic use and stuff. The fact is, I don't need to go into like the cool things about them too much because they're kind of just what we think of as normal fantasy orcs these mm -hmm. days. And they're just outclassed in every way by... The space orcs. Orcs, 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 <laughs> orcs, orcs, orcs. Or also, the mushroom people, technically. Holy shit. I love me some 40k. And the, the, the argument is they win just because they manage to be tied for the most infuriating force in the 40k universe, where everything is turned up to 11 and it's grim dark as shit, so if you're hardy enough to do that, then you automatically win. Mm -hmm. This kind of goes across the board. Anytime that you're, like, comparing equivalents in different franchises and one of those franchises is 40k 40k is gonna win it probably is gonna fucking like that yeah it's probably gonna kick the shit out of whatever other equivalent that you're comparing it to this is a race of orcs that regularly become a nuisance and win battles against armies of 12 foot men in power armor that are shooting the machine gun equivalents of rocket propelled grenades they are also on average seven foot tall. They're also based off British football fans at the pubs. But, which, oof. yeah, no, I, I don't want to fight them, personally. <laughs> the limited experience I have with that ex uh, knowledge. So, <laughs> there's so much to go into. The thing to understand about the orcs is they all emanate a background psychic gestalt field that sort of connects every orc to every other orc in the universe. It's almost like this weird background radiation. It gets stronger as they're closer together, but it, all the orcs are connected. They're also animal-fungi hybrids. Orcs were originally created to basically be a biological superweapon by an older race. That it probably backfired on them. No, I think the other wars that the race was in, they got destroyed before they could finish building the orcs. Oh, okay. So that. they got in, like, all the, like... Like, every orc has a weird amount of... It can automatically slightly understand technology. And it's because of these experiments back in the days when... Well, when, and don't forget the belief field. We're getting there. <laughs> okay. That's, that's the psychic gestalt thing that I'm, I'm mentioning. Like, it all surrounds it. It connects them all. They're fungus people, and... But that means if there's, like, two or three spores left... So... In a generation or two, you might get a new horde of orcs coming. On the planet. That's fucking cool. <laughs> they are technically always giving off spores, but when they lose a limb or get killed, they explode with a lot more. So getting going into battle is basically the orc's reproductive cycle. If you don't like completely incinerate the battlefield after you're done killing them, you might just have literally a million more orcs sprout up in like a week. The most common answer, because 40k is so over-the-top and grimdark, is, well, there was an orc on that planet. Time to just incinerate the entire fucking planet. I mean, I get it. Now, here's the fun I thing. I don't agree, but I get it. <laughs> Welcome to 40k. So, it's a basically an entire race made of a combination of the cast of Jackass and the Mythbusters. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest description I've ever heard. And all of their shit works because they think it does. They technically have... <laughs> They're secreting it into fruition? They believe it so hard it, it happened? Yes, yes, literally. Oh, God, that's they'll, fucking cool. They'll look at other, like, other races will look at orc trucks or whatever and be like, what? How? There's not an engine in here. It used to be... 
in the lore, it used to be more powerful than it is. Older fluff used to say that, like, if you handed an orc an empty tube and convinced it that it was a gun, it would start shooting bullets. That's cool. They have refined that some. Well, because over the decades, 40k has taken itself more seriously, which I wildly disagree with, but that's for an upcoming General Nerdery episode. But now, let's say you had a gun that it's it's fucked up. It's been through the ringer. It's going to misfire fucking seven times out of ten. It will explode if you... You hand it to an orc, it's going to fire. Because that's what it's supposed to do. It that's might what still it's explode, though. It might still explode, but otherwise it's going to work. Because of this, because of the way orc technology works, you can just have scraps of shit and the Grotz will put together a fucking vehicle and it'll work. It shouldn't work. Other races will take that vehicle, take it apart, making a map of where every piece goes, and when they put it back together, it suddenly won't work again. The other fun bit is red makes things go faster. If an orc paints its vehicle red, it will go faster than if he hadn't. Yellow makes things more explosive. Blue makes things luckier. Purple's the sneakiest color. <laughs> that was actually not terribly wrong for the most part. Like, And as orcs continue winning in battle, they actually get bigger. Their purpose is a weapon. All they do, even when it's like an orc society, it's generally just a giant civil war where they're fighting each other almost constantly because it's if they die, it's just part of their reproductive cycle. It just lets off spores and there's more orcs. There's a piece of fluff because when I was briefly into 40k, orcs were the things I was like, these are amazing and everything else in the show sucks. That's my own opinion. Don't at me. I mean, I don't know how you top this concept. It, you don't. This is That's really, really the answer. Cool. You do not. Uh, but an Eldar, which is space elf, kind of, describes them as like the perfect race because orcs don't have any doubts. They don't have anything, uh, you know, going against them. They have the fight. They live their life perfectly doing exactly what they were designed to do. One, at all times. At all times. One ended up in a weird hell dimension where he was had to fight through until he was murdered and then would be reborn the next morning to do it again. And it is literally the orc equivalent of heaven. He is the happiest orc in existence because he wakes up every day and murders until he gets killed and then wakes up the next day and murders until he gets killed. <laughs> It basically sounds like a version of Valhalla. Yeah, sort of. That's fucking rad. I love it. And they're always fighting partially because even the orc religion, they have two gods, Gork and Mork. <laughs> one is what? Uh... One is uh, cunningly brutal. The other one is brutally cunning. And they don't know which one is which. Right. Well, and it's basically Mork that... Def I, I don't know this for certain, but I'm going <laughs> to make, make a guess that Mork for sure is the brutally cunning... And orc is for sure the cunningly brutal, uh, cunningly brutal. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the idea is is that one will shoot you first, and if that doesn't work, then try to trick you, and the other one will try to trick you first, and if that doesn't work, try to shoot you, and the orcs can't decide which is better, and it keeps them in a state of almost constant civil war, and it's been theorized that if they ever came to an agreement on it, their psychic gestalt would actually become so powerful that it would become omnipotent. Also, their money system is other orcs' teeth, so if you need to go buy something, you just... Kill an orc real quick? Well, no, you just punch him in the mouth a couple of times, but uh, uh, knock out his teeth. I mean, maybe kill him, but you knock out his fucking teeth, and then, yeah. There's no. also... A really great fucking comic book about a 
really dumb small orc with like no rank no power who accidentally kidnaps an imperial guardsman commander who like fell in a thing that dyed his skin green so he's like that's a grot which is like goblins mm -hmm. that's my lucky grot and this imperial guard commander keeps trying to escape and murders a bunch of higher ranking orcs in the process and everyone thinks this small orc did it and he's like fuck, I don't know what happened, so I must have done it. And because he believes, he gets bigger because you get bigger the higher rank you are. And the higher rank you are, the bigger you get. Then the more dangerous you are. And he literally takes him from the lowest ranking person to the guy leading the orc crusade, the Wa, from his attempts to escape. I, you pronounced that wrong. It's Wa! Yeah, it's been a long time. Volume is um, part of it. Okay. <laughs> I'll have fun editing that. So... Uh... <laughs> That's the other thing. When an orc population gets to a certain size, the orcs have been constantly fighting amongst themselves and anything else in the area. And so one will have one enough that it becomes big enough that it becomes a war boss. When a war boss is formed, you have a war! <laughs> and they basically just psychically all start following him and they go on a crusade and like their shit all just gets better even if they didn't have interplanetary travel before then the mech boys all together and they can get it done because they're going on a wall they just figure it out also their version of interplanetary travel is loading a bunch of people on a comet and launching those comets at planets that too but I mean, it works. It gets you there. It's pretty much loading someone up in a bullet and like firing into Jupiter. There's actually a fan theory that the Emperor of Man might still be alive simply because the orcs still think he is. Because oh God, he's such like a better. powerful psychic and so intrinsically linked into his throne that the fact that the orcs all consider him to be alive is the reason why he continues to live. We have a general nerdery episode on 40k coming up within the next month or two and like we'll talk about it more there but man orcs are literally the only part of 40k I think are fun. They're so much fun. Just <laughs> you guys got me interested in 40k for the first and last time hopefully. Sorry I'm letting my prejudices show. <laughs> I'm a chaos man myself but <laughs> of course you fucking are. Night Lords. <laughs> Don't fall for that ruinous power shit. Anyway, <laughs> that's why orcs beat other orcs. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to go against that? When it comes to trolls, I think the answer is. Uh... Lord of the Rings trolls, but other than that, because I mean, orcs don't, space orcs don't really have trolls. Oh, also, space orcs have a lot of redundant physiology because they just assume that their bodies kind of do, and they're also part fungus. Yeah. So, they're swamp things. You can shoot an orc up a lot and maybe only get like three of his four hearts. And maybe the other one has five hearts, and maybe the <laughs> other one only has two. But it allows them to also pull just ridiculous, like, Head transplants are just a thing they can survive. This is wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's super, super bonkers. It's so insane. Anyway, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes we will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. So today we'll keep with this expedition's theme of gadgets, gizmos, doodads, and ding-dongs. Zach, what knowledge can you drop on the breathing gun? The breathing gun is a... I know the answer. I'm just trying to figure out how to best describe this one. The breathing gun is a gun designed to kill devils. And it kind of turns into a thing that can kill any sort of 
supernatural creature, but it is, I think, created by Warren Ellis from his Hellstorm run, and it is... It, it kind of looks like, oh god, I don't know guns well enough. It kind of looks like an old World War One pistol, except sometimes made out of, like, flesh. Uh, it was used by, among others, a woman named, what is it, Jane Payne? Jane Cutter. Mm-hmm. Who is a woman who powered herself up with supernatural powers to fight both heaven and hell to give humanity a chance to get their own shit taken care of. The breathing gun ends up in the hands of Damon Hellstrom, son of Satan. And most recently, he passed it on to Blade in a recent Avengers run. I don't know if that was permanent or not. I think there's more than one because I think they occasionally pop up here and there, but like like a lot of Marvel items, it was originally just one and then more were made over time. But you know, you shoot Satan with the breathing gun and in theory, you can kill Satan. Right limitations to it because limitations of power but they did use it to i believe cast an exorcism on ghost rider's hell charger yeah i think you got everything except for the number of them which is two although you knew there was more than one. Oh, there's still okay and that they were made for al capone <laughs> god warren ellis is weird especially the early 90s other than that though yeah you got it all that's even shit that i'd forgotten i was like wait oh and nope 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 that's right all right so hell yeah that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at Earverm.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. And as, as always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.